0: Welcome to the $100 MBA show, where your business gets better every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company. I started my co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is a must-read episode. On our must-read episodes, I share with you a book that has influenced me as an entrepreneur. I share with you its takeaways, its insights, and why you should read it too. Today's must-read is Effortless by Greg McKeown. When I heard Greg McEwan drop the new book, I bought it immediately. Because his first book, Essentialism, rocked my world. I absolutely loved that book. It changed my mindset on so many things when it came to work and business and project management and stress and all that kind of stuff. Greg McEwan's new book, Effortless, offers actionable advice for making the most essential activities that you do every day the easiest ones so you can achieve the results you want without burning out, without feeling like this is so, so, so hard. How do we make those things that really move the needle in our business, that really make the most impact, effortless? That's what I found out in the book and that's what I'll share with you in today's episode. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Most of the time, when I start reading a book that's on my reading list, I just jump right into it and I don't read any reviews, especially if I read a book from this author before, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be worth reading. But for some reason, this time when I was ordering the book, I actually read a few reviews. And some people were really critical of this book, Effortless, saying it's not as good as Essentialism, and some of the ideas are kind of repeated. But in the back of my mind, I was saying, you know, Essentialism was such a dynamite book and so many people loved it. And it was a hit bestseller, it's kind of hard to follow up from that. But after reading Effortless, I kind of don't know where those critics are coming from. Yeah, there were a few ideas that, you know, he talked about in Essentialism, which is normal because, you know, he wrote that book and he's gonna to refer to it sometimes. But overall, I thought the content was fresh, it was new, and I think what Greg McEwen does best actually is take complex ideas that are very theoretical, but bring them down to earth, break them down, make them practical, uh, show you the practical use of these ideas. So in that regard, I think actually effortless does a better job at that. Effortless really breaks down uh, the themes, the ideas into practical exercises that you can do. So I want to share with you some of the takeaways that I absolutely loved from this book. Now, before I go through the detailed takeaways, I want to talk about the overall takeaway, what I felt what I kind of took away after finishing the book. And it's a big one. And it's the idea that effort and greatness or the greatness of a result don't always have a direct correlation. And that's a difficult thing to wrap your head around. But once you do, it's actually game changing because we grew up with these ideas that like if you work hard, it'll pay off. And, you know, this person is successful because they gave their blood, sweat and tears. All these kind of cliches. Right. But sometimes people do great things, have great success. And actually, it wasn't a lot of hard work. It wasn't a lot of suffering they actually enjoyed the process. And it's a very confronting idea because it means that all your past hard work could have maybe been avoided in your pursuit of your goals. So let me get into the details of my takeaways. The first one is if you want to avoid overwhelming real life, if you want to lower the chances of failure, the best thing you can do is simplify, is to stick to the basics. Don't overcomplicate things. He shares a story where he is giving a presentation and he overcomplicated this presentation and he redid it over and over. And then when he actually did the presentation, because it was so complicated, because he changed it a billion times, his presentation flopped. It actually did horribly because he wasn't really sure of the content because it was so complex. It was so much going on. Instead, if he kept it simple, if he just tried to drive home a few simple ideas, it would have been a much more successful presentation and the result would have been far better. Unfortunately, he didn't do that. And he actually went over complex, did the presentation and they canceled all the other presentations, the, the rest of the gigs he had with the client because it went so bad. So he worked hard, he did, pulled an all-nighter and the result was failure, right? And he said to himself, actually, if I did the opposite, if I simplified things, And I stick to some simple ideas and I gave myself some time to rest because I wasn't creating this monster of a presentation. I would have showed up and I would have known my stuff because it's not so hard to remember because it's just very simple. And I would have been confident. I would have been fumbling and I probably would have won over the client. So one of the reasons why we feel like we're working so hard is probably because we've overcomplicated things. And this is kind of a reality check for you. Like, hey, am I complicating things for myself? Can I simplify things to make things easier? And by the way, often the simple version is more effective then the complex one in terms of the customer or the audience or the viewer or whatever it is. Some of the most successful films out there, look at the films that have made the most money in the box office. They're not complex plots. They're actually quite simple, simple themes, simple characters, uh, familiar characters, things you've seen before, nothing novel really. And because of that, it resonates with people. People get it. They understand and it's successful movies that are a little bit confusing, maybe a little bit trying too hard, don't do as well. So that was a huge one. I loved it. And it got me reevaluating my own work and the amount of effort I'm putting into things when I really don't need to. The next segue was, if you want to make something effortless, make it fun. He shares a story of British activist Jane Tucson, who founded Red Nose Day, which has managed to raise over £1 billion for the most disadvantaged people in Africa and in the U.K., what Jane understood was nobody loves charity, right? They don't like charity events. They don't like stopping and paying for charity. It's a little bit annoying. These fundraisers are really hard. People pledge, but they don't actually fulfill their pledges. So she figured out, hey, if I want to make something that's kind of hard, it's a lot of effort to get people to donate money, Let me make it fun. Let me couple it with something that people love, which is comedy. So she reaches out to some of the biggest comics in the world so they can perform one day a year called Red Nose Day. So instead of trying to raise money all throughout the year, making it a slog, she makes it this big fun event with comedy and they raise millions every single year. So ask yourself, what are the things in your life that are making you drag your feet, right? That you don't really enjoy. Maybe it's a task in your business. Maybe it's something in life like exercise and you've been kind of delaying it because it's kind of boring, running on a treadmill, whatever it is. So his advice is try to make it so fun. I'm talking about over-the-top fun. What can you do to make it where you can't wait to do this activity? For example, if you have your favorite podcast that you love listening to but just don't have the time to listen to it, maybe it's long-form, maybe it's a comedy podcast, maybe it's like a little self-indulgence, couple that fun task with the thing you've been putting off, like washing the car. If it's work-related, what I like to do is like to couple things that I've been putting off or maybe I perceive as difficult with things I really enjoy Like a nice cup of coffee. Maybe my favorite cookies or biscuits, right? I don't normally do this, but hey, it's coffee and cookie time for me when it's time for me to do this task. The next segue I love talks about start with the first obvious action. If you have to do an overwhelming task and you know it's going to take many steps in a few days, maybe in a few weeks or even months, sometimes... We think we have to go into project management mode and let's plan it out and let's outline all the tasks we have to do and then prioritize them and then timeline them and then put them into a software. And we think it's got to be this major thing and all that stuff is boring and it's hard and you don't want to do that. We actually want to do is create And that's what Greg is talking about in this book. He references uh, another book, The Lean Startup by Eric Ries, which is all about, you know, creating a minimal viable product when you're trying to see if your business is going to fly. So if you have to take on a daunting task, just take the most obvious action. Do the thing that appeals to you most. Maybe that's writing the sales letter, or maybe that's going into Canva and creating a graphic that represents your new product, or maybe you're a numbers person and you want to start doing some pricing or some packaging models. Whatever gets you excited. You have to remember momentum is important. You don't have to do things in order. You can start with these tasks, the things that kind of pique your interest. And then work in a different order. Like, if you're working on the, the uh, sales page, for example, then you're like, okay, I finished the sales page. Uh, where do they go to buy? Oh, let me get the checkout page. And let me integrate that with my payment processor. What happens after they pay? Oh, well, maybe I have to go ahead and give them an automation email. But then you're like, oh, I got to market this thing. So then you go back to the beginning. I got to market this thing with some ads or maybe uh, some emails. The point is that you don't have to go in any particular order or make this this huge daunting project with project management software if you don't want to, at least at the start. You could just start with the things that get you excited, get some momentum, even put it out in the world and get some feedback, and then from there, you can start doing all the organization and fill in the gaps and fill in the areas that you missed. The next idea is kind of related, uh, but it talks about starting with the rubbish version of your idea. Like, what is the trash version, the garbage version of the idea that you have? A lot of entrepreneurs, they're perfectionists, right? They want the highest quality. The The picture in their head is like version 25, not version 1. So one of the reasons why things are hard and they are overwhelming is because we think we got to do version 25 uh, now, Right? that's what has to go out. And that's the first thing people see. No, you could start with the garbage version of this, right? And we're calling it garbage version. It's not absolute garbage, but in your values, it's probably going to be seen as, oh, this is not that great It's garbage. Doesn't matter. Start with that first, okay? And see how it feels and just get some traction. And then you can always progress and improve on garbage version, You have a finished idea, you have a finished product or concept with the garbage version. You can then improve. But the problem with not doing the garbage version is that you actually never get to the finish line with these grand ideas because. It takes so long and you need a lot of motivation, time, effort, funding to make it happen. It's like they say, it's better to have 100% of a grape than 0% of a watermelon, right? It doesn't matter in your head what this could be. If it doesn't exist, it's zero, right? It's nothing. So start with the rubbish version.
1: Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off.
0: All right, I got one more takeaway I want to share with you when it comes to today's must read, Effortless by Greg McKeown. And this one I really loved, and it was all about playing by your own rules. He shares a story of Southwest Airlines when they realized that they need to go digital when it comes to their tickets. Prior to this, it was costing way too much money to print actual old school, you know, tickets, those long, you know, cards. People would either pick them up from the travel agent or they would have to pick it up when they checked in and they would have their boarding passes and all that kind of stuff. And they wanted to simplify things and they want to go digital. And they saw other airlines like Delta and American Airlines do this in a certain way they had a huge amount of investment they had to make to build out the software and the system and the kiosks at the actual airport that you know print out these uh, digital tickets and when they sat down to me and said hey this is going to cost us you know 20 30 million dollars just to get this going this is really going to affect our bottom line and you know Southwest Airlines is all about being profitable they're a low cost airline And they were like, well, we don't have a choice because this is the system that the airlines use for creating a valid ticket. And then somebody in the room said, why do we care about what other people are doing? What do we care about? What's important to us? And this goes back to, you know, what Elon Musk talks about all the time, uh, first principles. What do we know? What are the facts? The facts are we need a way to tell the customer that this is a ticket. We want to make it affordable for them and affordable for us to be able to do this. We can go the expensive route and do like the other airlines do, or we can just simply send them an email with a PDF that they can just print out. And on the top, it says, this is a ticket. And in that moment, they realize, oh, we don't need to build all these kiosks or invest in software or anything like that. We just need to create a PDF, a unique PDF that people can use make a few adjustments in our software in terms of validating, uh, you know, the barcode and all that kind of stuff. But they just saved 20 to 30 million dollars by just realizing we don't have to do things the way everybody else does them. You can do them differently as long as it solves the problem you have. Pretty cool. And there's more epiphany moments like that in this book. I highly recommend you check out Effortless by Greg McEwen. He's a great author. I actually got this book on Audible, really enjoyed it. He does his own narration. It's really one that's thought-provoking. It's one of those that he shares a lot of great stories that you then share at the dinner table. Great conversation is built upon these ideas. So I really recommend you pick up the book. If you haven't picked up his first book, Essentialism, also a fantastic read, it's on my bookshelf. It's why both of these books are must-reads on The $100 MBA Show. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. If you love what you hear, leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. And while you're at it, make sure you subscribe or follow. We're on every app, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, whatever you like using, just hit subscribe or follow so you get our next episodes automatically and you have access to over 2,100 episodes in our archives. Before I go, I want to leave you with this something changed in my brain when i read this book it made me it forced me to start thinking differently about solving problems and making it a little more effortless for me stop pushing the boulder uphill and think of a way to do it differently or find a totally different hill i love books that challenge your way of thinking and it actually has a lot of impact because now i see things in a different lens i'm making decisions differently because of it and i've seen its effects already pretty positive